The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, yes, this is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 217. I guess it should have been 218, but I didn't do an episode for last Wednesday because, well, (laughs) it's the holidays, you know. Just didn't have the time for it with Christmas and all. But anyway, uh, need to do one more before we say goodbye to 2018. And I thought, well, what could I possibly do? And so it hit me. Of course, Nelson News. I've never done a best of Nelson News. Unless I did and I forgot about it. It's possible. But uh, yes, this will be the best of Nelson News. 2018. That's right. Uh, all these nasty, horrible, messed up people and, uh, their hilarious screw ups are there for you to sit back and listen to and, uh, be amazed at just how bad things can get and perhaps uh, take some comfort that you're not them. Yeah. Yeah. So sit back and relax and, uh, listen to, uh, the many tales brought to you from your old pal, Mr. Nelson through Nelson News. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Man masturbates in public to relieve anxiety. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Cops allege that Carlos Salvador, 20, was naked from the waist down when a witness spotted him around 2.30 a.m. inside a 24-hour laundromat in Clearwater, Florida. In a 911 call, the witness reported that the male suspect had an erect penis and was masturbating out in the open. When police arrived at the laundromat, Salvador was seated inside and masturbating while watching pornography on his phone. During police questioning, Salvador reportedly admitted to previously masturbating in public, saying that it helps with his anxiety. Salvador was arrested for exposure of sexual organs, a misdemeanor and booked into the county jail. He was later released on his own recognizance. Mr. Salvador, it's called Xanax! This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Firebug claims he torched 135 cars because others use the vehicles for sexual liaisons. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. The New York City man charged with setting a massive blaze that damaged more than 135 vehicles at a Brooklyn shopping center told investigators that he was motivated to start the fire by his belief that others used the parked vehicles for sexual activity. Yvonne Stevens, 23, was named yesterday in a federal complaint charging him with starting Monday's seven-alarm blaze inside the garage at the King's Plaza Shopping Center. The garage was used by car dealerships to store vehicles for sale. Stevens, investigators allege, initially torched a Mercedes-Benz with the fire spreading to other vehicles. As he departed the garage Monday morning, Stevens made an obscene hand gesture towards a surveillance camera. 
After being apprehended the Monday afternoon, Stevens told police that he routinely went to the garage and accessed vehicles owned by auto dealers. He reportedly confessed to starting the fire because he thought the parked autos were being used by others for sexual liaisons. The Brooklyn Blaze, which took hours to extinguish, was battled by hundreds of New York City firefighters. According to city officials, six civilians and 22 firefighters suffered minor injuries in connection with the fire. Stevens, facing a felony arson charge, is being held at the Federal Detention Center in Brooklyn. So in summary, he got all hot and bothered because he suspected people were getting all hot and bothered in the cars. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Say, friends, check out Nelson Theater at selfie.com slash Nelson. Yes, there you'll find my poor man mystery science theater treatment of public domain movies that really deserve the treatment. Yes, you can head over there and check out the links to my trailers to such films on my YouTube channel. Yeah, you can preview them and then head over back to selfie.com slash Nelson and purchase yourself some Mr. Nelson treatments of movies. I'll be right there to guide you through it. I like beer. That's why I drink it. Ain't got nothing better to do. Might as well drink beer. Beer. Say, what you wearing there, boy? Hey, oh, this is my Bubba Stargon t-shirt. Bubba Stargon? Oh, man, is that all the characters that little Mr. Spot? It sure is. Oh, man. Where can I get one? <laughs> you gotta head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Mr. Nelson store? Where that? Oh, you gotta head over to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com, and look up the Mr. Nelson store. Yeah, M-R-N-I-L-S-I-N. <laughs> it's just that simple. Oh, man, I'm gonna get on that and get me a Bubba Star shirt. Yeah, you'll be the envy of your friends. Yeah, except you're the only one friend I got. Well... Uh, you'll make more with a cool shirt like it. Oh, yeah! That's right, friends. Head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zezzle.com where you can get your Bubba Stargon shirt and other great Mr. Nelson products. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Candidate caught selling her panties online. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A candidate in Wyoming is considering dropping out of the race after it was discovered that she had sold her used panties on a website catering to fetishists. Deborah Reno, a candidate for city council in Evanston, Wyoming, works as a massage therapist and yoga instructor. But she also worked a side hustle under the name Misty Crockett. She's seen teasing in videos and has an online storefront that caters to used panty buyers. She also sold dirty gym shorts for $20 plus shipping. Reno said she'd been on the website for about a year and weighed that gig when she was mulling a run for the city council. We also talked when I decided to run for city council about possible ramifications if that were to be discovered by the community. She said she has deleted all accounts associated with her racier identity. Reno is running against Michael Welling in the November election for the seat 
in Evanston, a city with about 13,000 residents some 80 miles northeast of Salt Lake City. Her opponent released a statement about the discovery. I was made aware of this late yesterday afternoon, and this is very unfortunate and so against my own personal moral code and standards. I have not confirmed, nor do I plan on confirming these allegations against my opponent. I'm going to continue to focus on the issues that are facing this great city and running my campaign to be elected to the city council of Evanston. Are we ever going to have a political atmosphere free of dirty laundry? This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Of course, of course, and a horse has needs, of course, of course, especially when that horse is Mr. Sex Ed. Well, hey there, Wilbur. Why the long face? Oh, Mr. Sex Ed, it's. I'm having some marital problems. Oh, well, you can tell me I'm your best pal. Well, it's. Judy says I'm not satisfying her in bed anymore. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> you need to get in there and take charge. What you do is you bite her by the neck. I, I mean, uh, you grab her by the mane. Uh, I mean, the hair. And you yank that back and you ram it in like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> oh, well, more than she'll know who's boss. Well, you, you really think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, that's not me. I, 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 I can't be like that. Oh, oh God. Yeah, am I talking to a man or a pussy? <laughs> now, come on now. Hurry, bro. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, maybe it's something mechanical. Let's see what we're working with here. Drop your drawers. What? I, no, I'm not doing that. Oh, oh damn. I stand here bending this stall naked as a jaybird all the time. You don't see me crying and wussing out about it. Well, all right. Oh, good lord. What, where is it? Oh, it's right there. Uh, Wilbur, I'm afraid this is a bit of a lost cause. Uh, there ain't no way you're going to pleasure a woman with that little ache. Oh, now, now, come on, damn it. You're just being a jackass. Oh, right. Damn, I'm a proud horse. You don't ever mistake me for one of those foolish little buck-toothed creatures. You got damn no under duties always coming down here at odd hours of the night, all sauced up with a jar of peanut butter. What, what are you saying, Mr. Sex Ed? Whoops. Think I said too much. <laughs> oh, no. What's going on here? Well, tune in for another exciting episode of Mr. Sex Ed. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Florida woman nabbed after brazen crustacean heist at Red Lobster. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. An intoxicated Florida woman plucked a live lobster from a tank at a Red Lobster and bolted from the St. Petersburg restaurant with the purloined crustacean. Kimberly Gable, 42, was drunk and causing a scene at the eatery, prompting a manager to ask her to leave for disturbing other customers. Gable, 
was cursing as she headed to the Red Lobster's front door. But, before departing, Gable proceeded to reach into a water tank containing live lobster, grabbed a lobster, and ran out of the restaurant. Responding to a 911 call about the lobster heist, a sheriff's deputy located Gable, who smelled of booze and was slurring her words. Continuing to curse, Gable denied knowledge of the pilfered lobster's whereabouts. Gable explained that since she was blacked out drunk, she did not care because she did not do anything wrong. Busted for disorderly intoxication, Gable was booked into the county jail on the misdemeanor count. She was subsequently released on $100 bond. Gable's lengthy rap sheet includes arrest for trespass, theft, drug possession, loitering, burglary, carrying an open container of alcohol, exposure of sexual organs, violating probation, domestic battery, defrauding an innkeeper, disorderly intoxication, drug driving, and resisting an officer. Jailers have noted that Gable has tattoos on her back of a dragon and koi fish. No word at press time whether a lobster tattoo has been added upon the skin of Gable. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. Hey, where the mayonnaise? They don't mayonnaise in here, no huh? Where they have the mayonnaise? We gotta have mayonnaise somewhere in this alley. Uh oh. Where the hell are you now? What? What I do now? Damn it, Daryl. Don't give me no attitude. It ain't yeah, always about Darryl, what you do, but what you allow to happen. Well, what's that supposed to mean? Just now, I sat down in my chair to watch a movie. I had my beer and my chips ready to go when I saw on the rug a smear of feces. With well, worms uh, crawling uh, in it, um, I like to gag. <laughs> well, um, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. shut up, <laughs> shut up, and answer me this. Did you let that mangy mutt into this house well, after I uh, told you not uh, to? Um, uh, oh. Answer me, damn it. I- <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> it was raining. Uh, I feel sorry for it. <laughs> I'm sorry about the buttworms. <laughs> That's next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. Well... Why not watch old crappy movies with me, Mr. Nelson? Yes, you can watch old forgotten theater trash polished up by my brilliant commentary and sound effects. Films and movie serials like The Green Hornet, which concerns the adventures of a young newspaper publisher and his life partner. Yes, in their free time, they play dress-up, they wear masks, and ride around in a souped-up old jalopy while fighting crime. 
and it's only 90 cents. So head over to my video store at selfy.com slash nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Selfy.com slash nelson. Get it? Once there, you can order some Nelson celluloid goodies today. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Man bites dog. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A Florida man who admitted biting his dog to establish dominance over the animal has pled guilty to a felony charge, but has avoided prison time in connection with this bizarre incident. Patrick Sherrod Campbell, 27, pleaded guilty to an animal cruelty charge and was sentenced to four years probation by a Palm Beach County judge. Campbell was also ordered to undergo a mental health evaluation and has been barred from possessing animals of any kind or living with anyone with animals on property. To enforce those animal bans, Campbell is subject to random inspections of his Lake Worth residence by animal care and control agents. Cannibal was arrested in May after police responded to a 911 call about someone abusing a dog. In the apartment, Campbell shared with roommates who told cops that Campbell had been disciplining his dog, a two-year-old husky named Dimitri. Officers found the dog inside a closet in Campbell's room where blood was smeared on the carpet and a recliner. The animal, cops noted, was shaking and had a bloody ear. Asked how Dimitri was injured, Campbell replied, I bit him to establish dominance. Campbell then told police that he sought to discipline the dog after the animal destroyed several items in the apartment. In addition to biting Dimitri in the right ear very hard to establish dominance, Campbell admitted punching the dog in the face. One of Campbell's roommates told police that he saw Campbell biting the dog on several occasions, leaving the animal on his back with paws up and crying. A second roommate said he heard the dog crying in pain while Campbell hit the animal and screamed, you little bitch! Upon Campbell's arrest, Dimitri was seized by animal control officials. As a part of a plea deal, Campbell is required to perform 300 hours of community service. His supervision could be terminated after two years if he does not violate any terms of his probation. And if he does violate his probation, he'll have to go to jail where dominance will be established over him. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. This is your ass. This is your ass in prison. Any questions? This has been a public service announcement reminding you that if you do the crime, you will do the time. Hard time. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Man duped caregivers into diaper changes. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. An Arizona man feigning to suffer from Down syndrome tricked a series of female caregivers into bathing him and changing his diaper. 
according to investigators who have filed felony sex abuse and fraud charges against the creepy scamster. As alleged in court documents, the scheme by Paul Menchaca, 31, began in May when he advertised on CareLinks, a nationwide professional caregiver marketplace that connects clients with home care workers. In response to the ad, a caregiver corresponded solely via text with a woman named Amy, who claimed to be Menchaca's mother. Amy told the caregiver that her son had Down syndrome and required diaper changes and assistance with bathing. Police allege that Amy, who arranged for payments and provided care instructions, was actually Menchaca himself. The first caregiver told police that she bathed Menchaca and changed his diaper on about 30 occasions. The woman told police that Menchaca occasionally complained aggressively that his genitals were not cleaned enough, which prompted her to wipe them more thoroughly. The caregiver added that Menchaca had an erection every time his diaper was changed and when he was bathed. The other two caregivers told cops that they were hired by Amy to bathe and diaper her son, who they reported was aroused each time his diaper was changed. None of the victims ever met Amy, and each woman received their payments in cash from Menchaca. A probable cause affidavit filed in Superior Court noted that Amy asked the caregivers to punish her son when he soiled his diaper by putting him in timeout and taking away his privileges. Menchaca's ruse was recently exposed by one of the caregivers who had grown suspicious of her client, whom she cared for at what police termed neutral locations, not Menchaca's residence. The caregiver followed Menchaca home one day and encountered his parents, who said their son did not have Down syndrome and did not require diaper changes. Minjaka admitted to lying to them about his mental condition when he was subsequently confronted by the three victims. During a search of Minjaka's home in Gilbert, a Phoenix suburb, police recovered his cell phone and diapers, among other electronic devices. Minjaka was named in a four-count felony complaint. He was freed from custody after posting $15,000 bond and has been ordered to have no contact with the three caregivers. While under investigation by police, Minchaka resigned on August 31st from his job as a classroom aide at a public school in Chandler. Minchaka, who was employed at Bogle Junior High for the last two years, only worked with students while being supervised by staff, according to a letter the school's principal sent to parents. Well, he said he wanted to be punished, so... This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Oh, boy. What's the matter, Sally? I guess the beer just doesn't give me the buzz it used to. You need a butt chug. A butt chug? I'm not pouring beer in my ass. <laughs> not beer. Cough syrup. Here, let me flip you over. What? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my. Oh, Let's move these panties aside. <laughs> and we'll insert this tube. Oh, ah, uh, ooh. Here comes the cough syrup, Sally. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> wow. The walls are melting. I see flowers taking flight and turning into stars. <laughs> Can't get a buzz? Then you need a butt jug. 
Warning, butt chugging may lead to brain damage, rectal rot, and or farts that smell menacingly. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Man rubbed produce on his butt. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A man walked into a Virginia supermarket on a Saturday afternoon and, after pulling down his pants, began rubbing the produce on his buttocks before reshelving the items, according to police who arrested him on a pair of criminal charges. Cops arrived at the giant food store in Manassas around 4.30 p.m. in response to a 911 call about destruction of property. A store worker told Manassas City Police Department officers that the suspect was spotted picking up produce, pulling down his pants, rubbing the produce on his buttocks, and replacing the produce back on the shelf. The suspect, identified as Michael Dwayne Johnson, 27, was arrested inside the supermarket. Johnson, a Manassas resident, was charged with indecent exposure and destruction of property, both misdemeanors. In response to Johnson's handling of the merchandise, giant store workers had to destroy several pallets of produce. Johnson was released from custody following an appearance before a magistrate. I guess he put the produce back up because it didn't fit. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Great displays of vanity, Night Night. What's that you're wearing? Why, it's the Night Night t-shirt, Bobo. Well, where'd you get that? Well, I got it at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. There you can find your Night Night t-shirts and other products that Mr. Nelson provides. Huh. Look at this one. It shows you staring at the flying pig's butt. <laughs> Shut up, boo damn it. <sighs> anyway, folks, if you want your night-night t-shirt, head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and order your night-night shirt today. Ah, uh, Mr. Smith, what seems to be the problem here? Well, uh, uh it's just hemorrhoidal flare-up, Doctor. I... It's getting to the point where I can't sit down and I can't even walk. I mean, the pain. Well, you're in luck. There's a brand new remedy for just such a situation as yours. It's called Icy Hole. Icy Hole? Yes, go ahead and pull your pants down. I'll demonstrate. All right. Yeah, you'll feel the cooling, pain-relieving sensation of Icy Hole. Wow. I can't believe how fast it is. I can't believe you still think I'm a doctor. Huh? Icy Hole, available at Walgreens, CVS, and Walmart pharmacies. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code MrNelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's MrNelson, M-R. N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case sensitive, 
but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Louisiana man tells cops that a ghost planted meth on him. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. After police found methamphetamine in plain view on a nightstand in his home, a Louisiana man claimed that a ghost placed the narcotics in his residence. Responding to a reported stabbing, sheriff's deputies encountered Michael Altenberry, 59, at the door of his West Monroe residence. Altenberry cursed at cops and people who were obviously not there. Deputies quickly determined that Audenberry had not, as he claimed on a 911 call, been stabbed on the head by an axe, nor were there any intruders inside his home. While making sure that Audenberry's residence was clear, a deputy spotted in plain view on a nightstand an open brown paper bag containing approximately one gram of suspected methamphetamine. A subsequent search of Ottenberry yielded a pill bottle containing another gram of meth. Ottenberry surmised that a ghost or intruders placed the meth on him and were exiting the home through a nearby window, which was not accurate, investigators noted. Ottenberry was arrested on a felony narcotics possession charge and a Mr. Beater criminal mischief count. He is being held in Wichita Parish Jail in lieu of $5,000 bond. Well, here's hoping Casper will do him a solid and bail him out. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Say, where do you think you're going looking like that? You need to put a pair of pants on your bare ass, because I don't want to see it, and America doesn't want to see it either, so put some pants on. I don't wanna! The last guy with that attitude got arrested for indecent exposure, and ended up becoming some big giant 300 pound thug's prison bitch. No! So you'd better put some pants on. Buy a pair of pants today. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Paris residents peeved at very public, eco-friendly urinals. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A new set of eco-friendly but completely exposed urinals deployed on the streets of Paris are provoking uproar from locals. One of the bright red urinals installed on the Ile Saint-Louis, not far from Notre-Dame Cathedral, and overlooking tourist boats passing on the Seine, has caused particular indignation. Locals have written to the town hall to demand its removal and are planning a petition. Yes, don't need to put something so immodest and ugly in such a store, but... said Paolo Pelizzari, 68, owner of a Venetian art store. It's beside the most beautiful town has on the Isle. She said, referring to the 19th century French poet. 
She feared the urinal installed around 22 yards from a primary school incites exhibitionism. The designer of the urinal said it offered an equal solution to public peeing. The device is essentially a box with an opening in the front and a floral display on top containing straw, which transforms into compost for use in parks and gardens. But the Ile St. Louis locals said the receptacle, with no stall around it of any kind, could blight their ultra-chic neighborhood. It's horrible, said the 40-year-old owner of a nearby art gallery who declined to give his name. We're told we have to accept this, but this is absolutely unacceptable. It's destroying the legacy of the A. Can't people behave? Local mayor Ariel Wheel insisted the devices were necessary, however. Paris authorities have rolled out four of the stand-up loos in spots where public peeing has been a problem. And a fifth is planned. If we don't do anything, then the mean are just going to pee in the streets. If it is really bothering people, we will find another location. Some have even branded their installation discriminatory. They have been installed on a sexist proposition. Men cannot control themselves from the bladder point of view, and so all a society has to adapt, said Gwendolyn Coypel of the French feminist group Femme Solidaire. The public space must be transformed to cause the minimum discomfort. It's absurd. No one needs to urinate in the street. Well, one thing's for certain. It sounds like Paris is pissed off. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Oh, man. I shouldn't have drank that extra lemonade. Jeez, maybe there's a rest stop somewhere up here, somewhere. Oh, wait, what? There we go. What's this? It. Pissing shits. Yes, that's right. Whenever and wherever nature calls, you can answer her at Pissing Shits. Our bathroom facilities are second to none. And unlike most, we don't just have toilet paper, but butt wipes as well. Oh man, what a relief. What? It's a strange man staring at me from under the other stall. What? Who are you? Hello there. I'm former Senator Larry Craig. I just want to watch you pee. So when you're on the go, on the road, and you gotta go, try out pissing shits. I'll be waiting for you. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. South Carolina threesome goes very wrong. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A threesome went terribly wrong Monday night when a South Carolina woman, high on meth and heroin, allegedly attempted to bite off the genitals of a male with whom she was trysting. Cops were summoned around 9.30 p.m. on October 22nd to an apartment complex in Haddon, a city about 15 miles north of Charleston. A 911 caller reported an assault where the female attempted to bite off his penis. Upon arriving at the residence, cops spotted a naked white female on hands and knees crawling into a hallway. The woman, covered in blood, ignored police commands to stop moving and was charging toward the officers. The woman, cops noted, had already threatened to bite off the victim's penis as well. 
When the suspect continued to advance on officers, a patrolman engaged his taser on the female. The suspect, identified as Camille Louise Luca, 26, told police that she'd been using heroin and methamphetamine that evening. Luca later struggled with cops as they sought to place her on a gurney and barked, growled, and hissed at police. The victim, Stephen Norton, 31, told cops that he and another man were having sex with Luca when she started passing out from drug use. Norton said that he then asked Luca to leave his apartment, but she refused. Norton said that Luca began throwing items at him and threatened to bite his dick off. Norton said that Lucas struck him above the right eye with a glass object, causing a gash. Before calling 911, Norton recalled he struck Lucas several times with his fist. Norton told police that if Luca went to the hospital, he would not pursue charges. Luca was transported to a North Charleston hospital, while Norton was treated for injuries at a Charleston hospital. While cops have classified the incident as an aggravated assault, investigators are still reviewing the matter, and no arrest has been made. Because, you know, she's just a girl! This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. This week on Secrets, Mike and Sharon's marriage faces a shameful crisis. Damn it, Mike. You, you've got to do something about your bedwetting problem. You're costing us a fortune in mattresses. Don't you think I know that? You think I like walking around in damp drawers? Secrets. And Samantha gives in to her long-denied feelings for E.J. Wells. I... I shouldn't want you, let alone love you after you blackmailed me into marrying you. But how can I deny that I get juicy down south at the sound of your British accent? Oh, I know, I know. Now remember, back when you faked your death and had to disguise yourself as a man, you created a male persona and called yourself Sam, and no one, not even your family, suspected you. Remember? Um, y yes? I want you to put on your Sam disguise again, and wear this freshly lubed strap-on. I'll be in the bedroom on all fours. Secrets! Meanwhile, Chloe, desperate to hold on to her billionaire husband, has decided to keep her miscarriage a secret. But her doctor has other ideas. Damn it, Dr. Stroker! I'll do anything to keep my husband in the dark! Anything? Secrets Weekdays on CUMTV Daytime. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Walmart thief dressed as a cow. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Arkansas cops are stumped as to why an accused shoplifter was wearing a Holstein cow costume when she recently swiped allergy medicine from a Walmart store. Police in Pine Bluff, a city 40 miles south of Little Rock, were at the store Tuesday afternoon as Walmart workers monitored suspect Ashley Curry, who was dressed as a black-and-white Holstein cow, complete with fur-pink udders in her lower abdomen area. While under surveillance, Curry, 47, allegedly hid a package of Flonase in her coat pocket and headed for the store exit. As she departed the trailer, Curry was met 
by a Pine Bluff Police Department patrolman and a Walmart loss prevention officer, who then escorted Curry and a male companion back inside. En route to the security office, Curry reportedly tussled with Officer William Weingen as she sought to dart into a bathroom and remove her coat, but the officer was able to grab her by her Holstein cow costume and stop her. Once Curry reached the security office, Weingen summoned a female officer to conduct a pat-down for weapons and other merchandise. At this point, Curry stuck out her stomach and told Weingen that he could suck a pink cow udder. Curry was busted for shoplifting and resisting arrest and booked into the Jefferson County Jail on the misdemeanor counts. Asked why Curry was dressed in a cow costume, a police spokesman said no explanation was ever given. So the costume remains an utter mystery. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. So, Tammy, what about you and me? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yes, from the producers of Really? And So That Just Happened comes the new hit sitcom, Seriously? I know how to cook. I've got a microwave. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Get ready to slap some knees and grab your belly because the laughter will never let you go. No, seriously. Monday nights on NBC right after Can't Even and followed by So, are you going to finish that? This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Woman threatens man with knife after he complained that she passed gas. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A Florida woman passed gas as she waited in line at the checkout at a Dollar General store, prompting a man waiting in line to complain. The enraged woman allegedly pulled a knife out of her purse and threatened the man, saying she would gut him. Shanetta Yvette Wilson, 37, reportedly engaged in an argument with John Walker, the customer standing next to her, who had complained that she was farting loudly. The Miami Herald reported that Wilson then yanked out her knife, opened it, and said she would gut Walker, and pulled her right hand back as if to assault him. Wilson then exited the store, but was later located nearby and identified by Walker. She was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. At press time, no word yet if she was also charged with assault by gas. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Say, friends, check out Nelson Theater at selfie.com slash Nelson. Yes, there you'll find my poor man mystery science theater treatment of public domain movies that really deserve the treatment. Yes, you can head over there and check out the links to my trailers to such films on my YouTube channel. Yeah, you can preview them and then head over back to selfie.com slash Nelson and purchase yourself some Mr. Nelson treatments of movies. I'll be right there to guide you through it. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. 
woman got all slashy after her boyfriend repeatedly refused to have sex with her. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. After her boyfriend repeatedly declined to have sex with her, a Florida woman grabbed a kitchen knife and slashed him multiple times in the face. In response to a 911 call about a disturbance at a Vero Beach apartment, cops arrived at the residence around 3.30 a.m. and encountered Catherine Neves Tavares at the front door. Neves Tavares, 27, had blood on her clothing and hands. Inside the apartment, cops reported Neves Tavares' boyfriend was spotted falling to the floor with blood covering his face. When asked what happened to him, the man replied, She hit me with a knife. I can't see. The victim went on to tell officers that Neves Tavares, his live-in girlfriend, had been drinking and asked to have sex, which he declined. The man added that after declining multiple times, Neves Tavares became angry and started yelling at him. Neves Tavares then allegedly retrieved a large silver kitchen knife and followed the man outside to the patio. There, Neves Tavares allegedly slashed the victim with a knife. When police questioned the man, he had multiple lacerations to his face, a torn shirt, and redness around his neck and chest area. The victim was subsequently transported to a hospital for treatment of his injuries. Neves Tavares was arrested and booked into the county jail on a felony charge of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. She's being held in lieu of $15,000 bond. A judge has ordered her to have no contact with the victim. Well, you don't say. Neves Tavares was also arrested in April 2017 on a misdemeanor domestic battery charge, but that case, which involved the same man, was eventually dismissed by prosecutors. Well, I'd say live and learn, but, hmm, well... This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Sometimes I feel fat and attractive. But then I go shop at Walmart where the average customer is at least 400 pounds. And I'm nowhere near in that ballpark, so I feel great. <laughs> Thank you, Walmart. Yes, Walmart, where you can simply look around and feel better about yourself. Unless, of course, you're regular. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Former Miss Kentucky sends nude photos to young boy. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson, a former Miss Kentucky who now works as a middle school teacher in West Virginia was arrested and charged with sending topless photos of herself to a former student who is now... 15. According to a criminal complaint, Ramsey Beers used Snapchat to send the boy images of her nude breast chest area. When confronted by police, Beers, 28, reportedly confessed to sending the child four naked photos during the past several months. The investigation of Beers began when the boy's mother contacted cops and reported that her son had inappropriate photos on his phone that were sent to him by Beers, a teacher at Andrew Jackson Middle School in Cross Lanes, a Charleston suburb. The recipient of the images had attended the middle school from 6th to 8th grade, during which Ramsey Beers was a teacher. 
charged with distribution of obscene matter to a minor, Beers made an initial appearance in Magistrate Court in Kanawha County. She is now free on $1,000 bond. If convicted of the felony count, Beers faces a maximum of five years in state prison and a $25,000 fine. Beers, then known as Ramsey Carpenter, was crowned Miss Kentucky in 2014 and subsequently competed in the Miss America pageant where she made the semifinals. During the talent competition, she played the violin. Just, just the violin. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. <laughs> Oh, boy. Teacher sex scandals. The gift that keeps on giving. Oh, boy. Have we seen the last of them? I doubt it. Will we ever figure them out? <laughs> I doubt that, too. But uh, so there you go. The best of Nelson News or, well, just a random collection of them, rather, uh, of Nelson News topics of 2018. But 2018 is uh, is gone, and uh, we'll move on to 2019. So uh, I hope you uh, have enjoyed your holidays. I uh, hope you had a Merry Christmas, and I want to wish you all a Happy New Year. And we'll do this again next year in 2019. Bye-bye. <laughs>during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by radiomisfits.com so any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked this is a Nelson news bulletin Florida man Arrested after offering an undercover cop a hamburger in exchange for sex act. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A Florida man arranged to receive oral sex from an undercover female cop in exchange for a hamburger. Frank Capone, 57, was arrested after allegedly striking the burger for sex arrangement with a St. Petersburg cop. The affidavit does not indicate whether Capone possessed the hamburger or was prepared to procure one pre-fellatio. When questioned by arresting officers, Capone reportedly acknowledged that he and the female spoke of slacks. Charged with the misdemeanor prostitution count, Capone was booked into the county jail, for which he bonded out after posting $250 bond. Capone's rap sheet includes convictions for... Grand theft, battery on a law enforcement officer. Cops noted that Capone, who operates an auto body shop, has a death before dishonor tattoo on his right arm and a grim reaper 
inked on his forearm. <laughs> it's too late if you intended to die before dishonor, Capone. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin.